Welcome back to the Slasher Siblings Podcast. I'm your co-host, Cicely. And your host, Hayden. And today we have a special guest, and it's... Drumroll, please! Evan! Hello! Here he is! <laughs> we have The Witch, a 2015 movie rated R. It is an hour and 32 minutes. It has a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. For the people who don't know what it is about... A family in the 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. And now he can read last week's question for us. The 1972 version of The Last House on the Left was a directorial debut for which director? And for the people that didn't Google it. Jujal. Jujal. Go ahead and read the answer. Wes Craven. So, congratulations to people that knew that. And we also gave a hint in the last episode, so... We also don't know if anybody Googles the answers. We just say that to mess with people. I actually did not know that one. I didn't either. (laughs) I only knew it because I had the answer right in front of me. (laughs) Well, we're going to read the next question later, obviously. Sis, do you have anything you want to say before we get into our guest episode? Um, I've never watched this movie before this pretty disturbing just a couple scenes uh, it was kind of a hard watch for me cause the the, the fucking time that it's in based on mm. it's like so old I, I have a hard time like 1630s so. getting into the 1630s you know what I mean like I was just like oh my god definitely suggest watching it with subtitles yeah oh, you yeah. need subtitles because at first I was like, what the hell are they saying, man? That's how people spoke. I couldn't do it. I couldn't live in that time period. I mean, if you were born in that time period, nah. you could live in that time period. No. Because that's what you had to do. No. But if you went back in time, you'd probably die in the first five minutes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because they had to raise that whole house and that whole farm like, just with like the five of them or four of them. Not me. I would have ran away. She'd be going back and swearing <laughs> words that no one's ever ever even heard of before. What she'd is be that? the she'd be the inventor of I'll everything. I'll rejoin the church. Just let me have heat. Literally, please, <laughs> yes. please, accept me. But yeah, no, it was it was good. Just um. I mean, I yeah, certainly think intense. six point nine is too low. It had a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes, and I know this is like a cult classic. Very true. I don't often trust Rotten Tomatoes. Sorry, Rotten Tomatoes. Not that you're listening, but half the time they're right about movies that are or wrong about movies that are like really good, and they're like, "No, this movie sucks." I'm like, "No, it didn't." Wait. It's always comic book movies too. They're always like, "This was a terrible movie." I was like, "It's almost exactly like the comic book." So I don't know what the hell you're thinking was so bad. How does Rotten Tomatoes work? You have critics that give a score, and then you have an audience that gives a score. Yeah, but like 90% rotten tomatoes? That's, that means, means it's certified, certified fresh. What the hell does that mean? That means it's a fresh tomato. It means it's a good movie. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay, I got it. The audience score is almost always higher than the rotten tomato score. Yeah. They never... Match up. Never match. Hardly ever do they match. Shawshank Redemption, they're pretty close. And I think that's the only movie that... The Rotten Tomatoes score was higher than the audience score, which I don't know how because it's an amazing movie, but... I don't ever look at Rotten Tomatoes. I trust IMDb because that's solely people on IMDb Hmm. that give their reviews. Not like a... Not Not critics, yeah. Not the app, no. Okay. 
they just post what they think. Okay. <clears throat> well, that's all I wanted to say. Do you? What do you want to talk about first, Evan? Uh, this was just my first introduction with A24 production. I don't know. I love listener, A24. If our listeners know about that production group, but they've kind of taken over horror movies, I feel like. Recently, they've had a big run of good movies. There was the one uh, with Kid Cudi in it. Um, don't Look Up? There was don't that look one. Up? No, one Don't it? Look Up, but it, he was in that one. But uh, the horror movie that he Kid was Cuddy in. Kid Cudi in a horror movie? Yeah, Kid Cudi was in a horror movie. Um, X or something? It? Was it X? Oh, when they go to like the far the, the far cabin with yeah. the old the old people, like, yeah, shooting like a porno. Yeah, oh, that I, one. Didn't I didn't that watch one it, yet. but I I, I I saw clips of that. I wanna I wanna see it. I mean, because Kid Cudi's good. in it, so why they did Hereditary. That's a great movie. Hereditary, exactly. Like that they have one? right now, they have like a strong. Uh, if there's an A24 production, I'm gonna watch it. Exactly. Yeah. They as soon as I saw A24, out. I was like, this is going to be good. doesn't matter what it is. It's going to be good. I didn't catch that. I was just like, okay. The A24? Nah, I didn't even, I didn't even connect the dots. You know what I mean? And this was Anna Taylor's uh, first film debut. Yeah. And she's kind of blown up as a, as a movie star. Yeah, for sure. Peaky Blinders. Mm, she was that's where she's from. Queen's Gambit. I didn't watch way. it, but I'm I frequent Netflix a lot, and I saw skimmed over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Fair yeah, enough. I recognized her. I didn't realize that was her first movie, though. Cool. Good to know. All right. <laughs> Anything else? Not really. Let's get into it. All right. What? Uh, why did you pick this movie for? This was a. L- on a short list of movies that just like kind of shocked me I feel like when watching this it was definitely a I, I do like time pieces and this definitely mm-hmm. makes you feel like you're in 1630s before anything in this country happened and definitely adds some eeriness to it when they start fixating on the woods and and the end of the movie really resonated with me that left a left a lot to the imagination on what was going on it had a similar feel the ending had a similar feel as to midsummer yeah it's kind of like an open-ended sort of ending because like in midsummer the ending is supposed to let you figure out if she goes back home or she stays with the tribe or what happens and then this one the end is like did she actually become a witch did and, she, it, and it's almost like she was accepted. Like you yeah. see her, like mm-hmm. kind of break down and start laughing. Like right, she had been foreshadowing that she was like this evil person, even though she was messing around. But then her family turned out to like be evil to her. Right, and then these people and are evil. yeah, and these people are accepting her and right in the creepiest so. way possible. <laughs> it's definitely kind of nice. <laughs> it's definitely an ending that, like you said, sticks with you because it's not like. You don't really forget that ending. I mean, the way she's like floating in the air and that like, was that's freaky. That was freaky. <laughs> just just I black, was like black the in general. Screen. I was like, what's gonna happen? It <laughs> also it also makes you think like something's about to happen. Like she starts rising in the air, and you think like, oh, I don't know, something's about to you know jump out, or we're gonna see, and it's just end. I was like, oh, oh okay. 
That that's the one thing this movie did good was there wasn't really jump scares. Mm-hmm. They saved the one for when Black Phillip uh, yeah. killed killed William. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just like been waiting the whole movie for it, and then it just all of a sudden hits you like like the last act. And you're just... Yeah, it was just like out of nowhere. He did, and I like the way that uh, we'll get into that, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, in a we're minute. getting out of order. Yeah, we're Let's getting out of order a little bit. But you keep going. Go ahead. I kind of lost my train of thought. I think it was funny how they kept calling him Black Phillip. Like I just that was well, the best. That was the best name. I mean, that is I, the the devil's. I didn't know that. I was like, who the is this Phillip? And it's because oh, he's a like black that. goat. Is that what they're saying? Black well, they Phillip? say that the black goat is the devil, like on Earth or whatever. They say like oh, okay, they say okay. they involve like goats with yeah like. I knew that, with, but like, I thought sacrifices maybe... and stuff, and then a black goat is the devil himself. Okay. Because I thought they were just named stuff. him Philip, and then they couldn't like keep track, and they were just like the black one, Black Philip. You no, know that's, what I mean? that's one of his like, names. Like Hangover, Black yeah. Doug. That's what I. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Black of. Doug. Did you think that the devil was also the rabbit? Yeah, like they they had a lot of emphasis on the rabbit. I obviously didn't know at the time. I, you know, you find out later what the rabbit was, but it's like they focus so much on the rabbit, and like, why did the gun backfire just at that precise moment? With the, like, there was a lot of shit mm-hmm. that was like, why did that happen? So, I definitely thought that the rabbit was weird, <laughs> in some way, you know. Something's up with that rabbit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Have anything else you want to talk about? Well. I have a few things written down that I really liked about this movie. And we're going to kind of do it a little bit different. We'll um, just say everything that we liked about the movie because it seems every time we have a guest and we start talking about the scenes, we end up getting to a scene and was like, oh, yeah, I really like this about the movie. And then so we'll just talk about what we liked first. I like that the outfits and the buildings like the the scenery looked like you know the 1600s because they had like the little bonnet thing and like they were all wearing like the old i guess colonial i guess you would call kind of it like the single piece gowns or yeah like layers i thought it looked as far as the aesthetic goes it looked very accurate to the time period it was in i feel like their use of music to make you feel like uneasy it was kind of similar what movie did i say it was was it insidious or something or something there was no i think it was annabelle the the way that they had the music in the mm-hmm. movie was kind of making me sick a little bit it's like i think it was supposed to do that like jaws yeah it's, it's supposed to you know make you feel in my Get notes, your anxiety I did up. <clears throat> creepy music and exclamation points. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely <laughs> makes you feel like it sets weird. The, it sets the scene. Yeah. Like you know, oh, like, yeah. oh, something's going on. Like, like it's, I, th- I think it's an A24 thing. They do that in every movie that they know how to set up their scenes so well. I mean, I know A24 didn't have, like, direct involvement in the movie or anything, but, like, it seems like every time A24 has a movie or it's like the Conjuring Universe or something, it's like they know how to mm-hmm. use the music to make you feel something. Which I always like that about a movie. 
the use of their shots and imagery to also make you feel uneasy like i have written further down somewhere about the wide shots they're always so well placed like i'll i'll talk about the the imagery and stuff like some or maybe i even wrote that separately too but there was oh yeah the lighting even changes the feeling mm -hmm. like there are scenes that are like really dark and you're supposed to feel like darkness and sadness and stuff and like the way they have the camera aimed at like the forest to make you feel creepy and like there was one shot of the house with like one candle inside and it was like and to me it kind of symbolized like there's one light left and that was the daughter because everyone else was already screwed up by the witch and black philip and stuff but i really like the way that they use those to make you feel what you felt about the movie if that makes any sense whatsoever yeah. i feel like the sadness is extremely heavy after the baby was taken obviously mm -hmm. but it was like very evident in the movie like everyone felt upset about it it wasn't just like one character because there's a lot of movies that like someone dies and then there's like one character that takes it really really hard and then like everyone else is just kind of upset about it there was definitely the whole family was definitely like depressed and sad and especially thompson but her mom just did not hate it i have i have up. that written down too like the mom i don't necessarily like it but like i like how they drove home the fact that she has a grudge on the daughter or like how they showed it because we knew that she had a grudge on her and it was just like the way she was treating her it's like make it very evident that she was already in a less godly mind space mm -hmm. i guess you could say she's already turned because i mean I also had written that the religion is very heavy in this movie. Oh, yeah. But, like, when you're a religious person, especially in those times, you're supposed to be kind to one another, and, you know, you're not supposed to hate your family or wish death on your kids or anything like that. <laughs> so it's kind of like she's already turned away from the religion aspect of it. I feel like they wanted a boy for their first child by naming her totally. Tom Thomason. Yeah, kind of like yeah I, I get what you mean there that she's like been resentful ever since like i was supposed to produce a boy not you like it definitely seemed like a weird name yeah it wasn't me. very girly i was because like for a minute i thought they were yelling when they were yelling for caleb thomas thomason i was like oh it's the boy yeah and i'm like no it's not it's the girl it's definitely i didn't really even think of that that way i definitely thought it was a weird name for a girl but i didn't think about it uh -huh. and so in depth of like they wanted a boy i don't know why i skipped her <laughs> that's like that's a good point though because i didn't think of it that way i like the use of the emotion to dictate scenes whether because there's there's like very little happy moments in this movie mm -hmm. one of them is when thomason and caleb are in the woods mm -hmm. right before they end up getting sad again because caleb gets taken like it they draw a lot from well, I guess the actor's emotion to dictate the scene because if they're happy, you're kind of because when they're laughing and playing with each other on the horse and walking through the woods, you, you kind of feel a little happy. Then immediately, you know, the horse gets upset and Caleb chases after the dog and 
course, Cicely was upset because the dog died. I mean, everyone should have been, but... I thought Alex was going to stop watching after that. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Actually, my first... I looked away. My first thought was like, oh, Cicely's going to hate this scene. Yeah. Like, I didn't like it either, because I love animals too, but... I was like, no! The dog starts running, and they're yelling his name. I was like, oh, my God. She's definitely one that would quit watching the movie because the dog. Oh died. yeah, I, I was like, if this was her podcast, <laughs> I would be done. I would have clicked off already. <laughs> I just like how, you know, Thomason was upset, and depressed, so the scene was very dark and gloomy, and the mom was pissed off, so it was like kind of like the lighting wasn't bright and happy. It was like kind of gray mm-hmm. when she was when the mother was pissed off. It was like always gray did feel like it was always like overcast yeah yeah like the whole movie the whole had, movie like, was raining cloud over top of it yeah the one thing i did like was the pace of the movie mm-hmm. it's an hour and a half like i thought that it like that's like the perfect time like mm-hmm. 80 to 90 minutes is like the perfect movie that's what i thought too when i clicked on it and i saw an hour and a half i was like nice yeah and yeah. it just like continue i mean there's some heavy monologues where you're just like oh, all right let's get through this but yeah. for the most part it's just like boom like stuff just is continuously happening on happening on top of another i think the monologue part monologue part you were speaking to was more of like we didn't really it's like for me when people speak in a different language and they don't have subtitles kind of like midsummer when they speak in swedish you're not supposed to really know i'm like all right can we just you know kind of get through it because i want to know I want to go back to know, and I think a lot of people don't know anything about, like, old speak. Like, I knew what the meant and, you know, certain words, but I don't think Cicely knew any of the words, period. (laughs) Shut up. Did you? No. Exactly. So, like, I could imagine. They're making the sentences. Come hither. Backwards. I was like. So, like, looking through her eyes watching the movie, it's like okay, I don't know what the hell they're saying. Can we go back to something I know what they're saying? So I, I mean, I got the gist, but I yeah, was just yeah. like, okay. But that's that's kind of what I like, is like movies that stay true to like what they're actually portraying. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate a movie that it's like in Russia and they're speaking English. It's like, no, like, mm-hmm. Russians wouldn't speak English to each right. other. Like, they definitely kept it to where, yeah. to the movie that they were doing, yeah. And it seems like, yeah, like I said, it might drag out a little bit longer if you don't know what they're saying, but like, it was true to, like I said, it was pretty accurate as, as far of as the time of the time stuff. period and yeah. stuff. I also like how it showed how everyone seems to have some sort of regret because, you know, you know, Thomason feels regret because she thinks that she's the one that lost the baby, if you, if you can say that. She was, All she was doing was playing, playing and then all of a sudden it was gone, which I shit my pants when that happened. You know, she's playing with the baby, and then all of a sudden her face changes like, oh, no. Don't tell me someone took the baby uh-huh. right from in front of you. And then all of a sudden the baby was gone. I was like, what the fuck? What yeah. just happened? And then it cuts to, like, the witch just, like, preparing the baby. You're like, whoa. <laughs> like, this is weird. Like, this is getting that intense. And that's, like, that's like 20 minutes into the movie, not even. I know. Immediately they were like, nope, we're going to. This is dinner tonight. We hate you. This isn't, <laughs> yeah. the, this isn't the Blair Witch. You're going to see everything right up front. <laughs> That was, uh, yeah. I guess. That was intense. I don't think I wrote it down. If I did, well, I'll just read it and I'll just tell you. But I guess the lady who did The Witch had a really tough time doing that scene because it, like, made her really upset. 
I mean, yeah, that's understandable. Cooking you're pretending you're dinner. pretending to cook up a baby. That that seems like it's a pretty hard scene <laughs> yeah. to me. She did a good job. It was very, she definitely I mean, she did. Was very uncomfortable to watch. Her witch name in the movie. I didn't write this down. I just remember reading it. it was Bathsheba. The oh, actresses. Isn't that something else. That was in The Conjuring. That was the, yep. Yep. the demon. Was Bathsheba. But the actress's real name is Bathsheba. What? Yeah. No way. It's kind of cool. Imagine having that name. And in every movie, you're just a demon. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, why do I get yeah. named Bathsheba? Every demon That's is named insane. Bathsheba. Uh, the fa- I like how they showed the father as very caring of his family. Because even when he thought Thomason was the witch that was doing all this, he still you know, comforted her. Not necessarily believed her, but he was just like, it's okay. I just need you to tell me. So we can get past this. And blah, can, blah, yeah, blah. and you can be saved. Like you exactly, can still, you can still like, be saved if you repent. Like mm-hmm. the mother instantly had a grudge over, held a grudge toward her daughter, and the father was always caring and compassionate to all the kids, even if you know the twins were being assholes. And he thought, because back in those times, if they were still in that village and they thought Thomason was a witch, they probably would have killed her right there. Yeah. Wouldn't have asked her. Wouldn't have. There was no trial because this was right before the Salem witch trials, mm-hmm. and that would have just been, you know, dead right, right then and there, no questions that's asked. What, that's what I like. They like kind of mimicked how the trials, the Salem witch trials, with like the twi- the twins like faking, yeah, that something's wrong and like saying that she's the witch and pretending and everything. Like that's, that's how why a lot she of got so defensive so fast. Cause... That's how, that's why a lot of witches, well, women got killed as witches because yeah. they would the i guess priest or whatever the whoever was in charge of the village would go around and like she's a witch and then make something up and then everyone would believe him because he's the leader of the the, the village or whatever you want to call and, it so yeah. and her dad didn't think that she was the witch until that apple came out of caleb and you're just like oh and he he's just witched yeah he, he just looks at her and he's just like get that uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah shit. that was and i thought that scene was great because he kept talking about how they hadn't had apples since england and everything and then, and then just all of like a sudden come just like regurgitates yeah. a rotten Full apple, apple. <laughs> you're just like oh my god like what is that I, at first i thought it was like one of his like organs that's what i thought too and i was like an apple what the hell the last two things that i want to talk about before we you know delve a little deeper into the movie was that the witch was actually like terrifying to the little boy, she was, you know, this younger, attractive woman. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't. Uh-huh. That was one of the other jump scares, too, because it was like you weren't expecting <laughs> this old lady oh, hand to grab scare. him by the head. That was like, reminded me of The Shining. Yeah. When you uh-huh. have, like, the pretty woman in the room, and then all oh, of a sudden, yeah. like, it cuts to, like. That's one of the. That's one of the, thi- the fear facts that I've written down was that they mirrored The Shining of having the attractive woman then all of a sudden she wasn't very attractive and, anymore and i felt like they use like imagery with like red right or yeah with red riding yeah. hood mm-hmm. yeah like the big bad wolf like she comes out with like the red cape and you're like oh shit she's a witch like like don't go near her <laughs> i yeah i see that now that you say that. that that was a good point too i didn't think of that either when i saw it but that was <laughs> i'm like replaying the scene in my head i was like yeah that's totally he should have ran the other way, but, you know, Hansel and Gretel kept uh-huh. going through the woods. But he was a horny little child. Then. Yeah. 
staring at his sister's tits. Oh, that, that freaked out Alex. She's like, what's going on right now? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> and the mother used that as, like, something to be mad at the daughter about. That she she was, was like, it's your fault. No, he's just being weird about it. Like, it's not her fault yeah, necessarily. I've seen, I've seen his eyes. It's like, well, you should say something. <laughs> like, to yeah. him, not her. It's not her fault. Like, what the hell is wrong with you, woman? But I, uh, I feel that the suspense in this movie was very well timed. Like, the suspense was properly put into the movie. There wasn't too much of it. There wasn't too little of it. And it was well thought out, and it wasn't, like, drug on. So, like, I hate whenever something happens and, like, the suspense is for, like, the next 20 minutes of the movie. I'm just like, I want to know what happens. Can we just get to that part, please? And then it was, like, two minutes you found out what happened. I was like, Jesus. Like, the, I felt like the suspense of the movie was so well done as well. Yeah, they would, like, something would happen and, like, it would happen right in that scene. And then it would cut to, like, the next scene. And then it's like, and they're just like, oh, well, like now we're going on with our life. And then like something else is about to happen to them. And yeah, they just kept going through that through the acts. And it was just like one thing after another, after another, after that. It just wouldn't like, stop. It's like, come on, man. There is a witch out there. <laughs> we can start talking about the movie scenes in, I guess, order this time instead of just out of order. Right in the beginning, you immediately see like them getting kicked out of their village or whatever you want to call it and it's obvious that thomason was very affected by it because she didn't you know exactly know what they were going to do and it's obvious that that was their downfall <laughs> getting kicked out of the village ended up pushing them towards the witch and eventually all of them dying and her turning into a witch herself it seemed like that he was very faithful it was just that they didn't agree with him and his version of it even though you know technically religion is you know up for each person's interpretation there's no one exact right answer to it it's just you read what was said and you interpret it for yourself so that's kind of what he did, and it was different than everyone else in the village, so they kicked him out, which happened a lot. And you didn't agree with them or didn't want to do something. It was like, all right, go ahead. You're out of the village now. We ain't feeding you anymore. You can never come back. It's like a big thing. And like we said earlier, the Salem witch trials and stuff. What did you guys think about that very opening? Yeah, that was... Uh, I mean, he talks about how like they left England for this same reason and why he's like getting upset with them like we left so we could practice our religion and now you're kicking me out for practicing like my part in the religion and then just that but they uh they weren't having it it seemed apparently it kicked them out pretty fast yeah, like with not even a trial like that's the thing that i wish they would have like delved in more of just like what did they do to just get thrown out like it's got to be a big thing to do to get thrown out of a community I mean, the only thing they really said was that they said that they didn't agree. It's not like they said, oh, you don't agree because you said this or something, you know. It was more of like, what do you as the viewer think that they did based on this very little context? I kind of like that aspect about it. Yeah, I thought it, 
you know, they didn't explain much. But do you think maybe that led into why all this bad stuff happened to him? Maybe the family was turning away yeah. from religion at that point because they saw, like, you know, the village kick them out because of religious differences, maybe. Well, he seems pretty, like, hardcore religious. So yeah. maybe Very. they weren't doing it the correct way mm-hmm. in his eyes. And he thought that, because when he's telling about to uh, Caleb about how all all humans are, like, have sinned and, like, have to, like, give that up and overcome it and that whole speech in the while they're hunting. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes through this whole thing on, like, why they're doing what they do. Yeah, I just thought maybe that... Maybe because it's not explained, we have to figure it out for ourselves, and then it leads to all this crazy shit happening to them. It definitely was leading them into being affected so much by the witch. I think mm-hmm. they turned they turned a little bit more away from it definitely the religion. Help. Yeah, it definitely didn't help yeah. for sure. And the one thing I want to know is like, where did they get Black Phillip? Like, did they bring him with them? Yeah, where like, did they where get this guy? Yeah, like, did they like <laughs> buy him? It was a imme- it witch? was like immediately after they get kicked out, they yeah. had like this house. Yeah, the settlement. Well, they say that it's been like a year or whatever. Yeah, because I remember when he's under the tree with Thomason. He's like, "Do you remember when this had such a beautiful bloom?" Like, right? Yeah. So, but. I like when they first show the land that they're going to settle and they just, like, zoom in on the woods and you're like, oh, like, this is obviously a horrible spot to pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, you should have gone somewhere else. Yeah. And I want to kind of know why they picked right there. You know, like, why was it that specific spot? Why not, you know, closer to the village, further away to the village? Why didn't they go back to England? Which, obviously, they said they... Catherine yeah. wanted to go back there. Yeah. Uh, why didn't they do that? But yeah, because he said it was a day's ride from where they were. Yeah, like they back. were so far away, and they were near a stream. So I guess they just kept staying near there, mm-hmm. and so they yeah. at least had that resource. I guess the next scene would have been them on the farm, and they're like, well. Not necessarily on the farm, but wasn't it the, ne- the next scene was him, those two in the woods, right? They were yeah, hunting. he was going. They were hunting, and he was explaining to him that he that, that the crops are rotting, and that they've got to learn. They've got to hunt for the winter to feed them. And they, he was telling him how he sold the cup for the traps, and I thought that was a really nice bonding scene for father and son. It was a really nice scene to see them kind of have that moment where the kid's weak and he's asking, like, tell me why. And he's just, like, trying to explain to him, like, kind of have to kind of have faith in me a little bit. You kind of have to trust me. It wasn't so much as just, like, he had every answer so much as, like, just trust me. I I think I can do it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I thought it was a really nice scene. What did you guys think? Yeah, I uh, I think it kind of explains, he kind of explains, like, the unknown of religion. Like, you have to have... Faith. Yeah, especially at a time like then, like, there's no answers. Mm-hmm. Still no answers. But back then, they yeah. you at least had something to kind of, like, clutch on to yeah. whenever shit got bad. And... and then it goes into that scene where they see the rabbit... So they're they're kind of. Caleb knows what he's doing. He knows he has to 
given the firing rope or I forget what it was called, but he has to, you know, help him get ready to shoot because, I mean, obviously guns back then weren't very <laughs> easy to yeah. shoot. So they're, like, doing this whole process hoping that their maybe dinner isn't going to run away. And, and it emphasizes that rabbit. That was the first time you see the rabbit and the first time that they're like, this rabbit is important for some reason. Because it's not so much as, like, you know, a normal scene with a rabbit, they'll have the camera on it. And it's like walking around and, you know, nibbling at the grass. Yeah. This one sat and stared at him. But taunting them. Exactly. They're like, please shoot me. I dare you. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was kind of the. F- if you didn't find too much creepy yet, that was the very first kind of creepy scene. At least made you feel creepy a little bit because you're just looking at this rabbit staring back at you, and like the eyes of the rabbit were really weird. Did you think that? I don't remember. I wasn't they were kind of like golden. Okay. They kind of looked like human eyes almost. Because like I mean, a human stuck inside a rabbit's body. Well, as part of the religion stuff, what they believed about witches is mm-hmm. they used hairs as like a uh-huh. spy. They would turn into a hair. They would go spy on people that's to see what cool. they. So okay, so that's the witch then. That that's okay, the witch. Yeah. The witch is that hair, at, from she was context. Just yeah, she was just watching. She was taunting them, to shoot her so that she could make the gun backfire and start this whole thing, or at least have a reason to go after them so much. Because, oh look, they tried to shoot me, so I'm gonna go and kill them all. Eat them. I'm gonna just do, just return the favor, except actually do it. I I feel like that was it wasn't like the whole movie is kind of eerie and dark but like that was the very first scene that kind of made me feel weird about it like okay I really thought the bear trap was going to come back into play when he set the trap mm-hmm. I thought that maybe I, one I was of them like, were someone's going to step in that I actually thought oh, the yeah. dog accidentally stepped in it at first when it was screaming and whining I thought uh-huh. the bear trap got its leg or something but I, I didn't watch that but I guess that so. that sends out Caleb later yeah to go look for the bear trap and it, they seem to put emphasis on them calling the dog back he whistled and yelled a name and it came back pretty quickly but Caleb can't whistle like that so that's kind yeah. of another it seems like they were making emphasis on that that the dad whistled and he did it a couple times to show like even the subtitle said attempted whistle yeah exactly yeah that just stuck with me when i read that exactly like he tried and it it showed that the dad can do it and the dog knows the whistle but the kid couldn't so the dog didn't come back kind of thing but the next scene it was they were back at the farm and the uh thomason was supposed to wash the clothes and she she was having a fight with her mom because she's holding the grudge on her i feel like there's a very tense relationship between everyone at this point because obviously the mom wants to go back to england the daughter just wants her mom to love her again the son you know wants to understand why everything is happening that way the kids are just being kids and the dad's just trying 
Like the they the dad was like very caring and loving in this movie, and he was just trying to you yeah, know he provide was, yeah, for he was his my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Exactly, like he, he was like you felt bad like all this stuff's happened to him, and he's just like I'm just trying to provide for my family. I just want food <laughs> for my whole family. Yeah. I don't want any of them to die, and that's it. Like I don't care about anything else. <laughs> that's it. And then ev- all this bad shit just keeps happening to him. And he, he keeps making it seem like it's his fault, or he keeps stealing like it's his fault. But I feel like that that was kind of like a eye-opening scene, too. It was more of, like, this family's kind of, kind of fucked up. Kind of fucked up. <laughs> There's some shit going on with these guys. And then, you know, they're down by the river, and it's the first, oh, I'm the Witch of the Wood thing, and... It's the first mention of the witch, I think. Yeah, I think it is. And then she, she's kind of foreshadows, and she says, "I'll I'll dance in the woods naked." Like oh says, yeah, yeah. She, she says, I signed the book and stuff like that. Yeah, so she like did exactly happen. what she needed to do to become a yeah. witch, and you're just like, what? Like, yeah, like <laughs> it, I see that sense of foreshadowing now. I guess that was a lot more important, more important than I thought it was. But yeah, she pretty much spelled out the movie, like right. Yeah. right to- <laughs> I mean, she was just trying to scare her, the the sister, but like, I mean, which rightfully so, those twins sucked. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, they were awful to the to the to Caleb and Thomason. Yeah, they weren't very good. Every like scene with them, I was like, oh my god. Why are they being such assholes? I was like, come on, guys. Um. Then we can. The next scene that I want to talk about would have been Thomason and Caleb out in the woods. They're, like I said earlier, they were having a good time. Yeah. It looked kind of sweet. Yeah, they were, oh, do you remember this? And no, I don't remember that. Well, this is what happened. And then uh, they, were have, they were having a good time when all of a sudden shit hit the fan, basically. They the saw rabbit, that the stupid rabbit come rabbit back. <laughs> And then they did almost the exact same scene. It was staring at them, taunting them. And, of course, all it needed to do was get the dog to go and it would you know, scare the horse and have Caleb run off. And that's the attempted whistle part. Because it was obvious that he was trying to whistle because that's what the dog knew. And its name, obviously. But it knew the whist- if it heard the whistle and then heard its name, it's supposed to come back. So... There was no getting the dog back because he couldn't whistle. It seemed like it gave us a sense of urgency at that moment. It was like, maybe they shouldn't have went off on their own. Why did why did they go off on their own? Uh, Thomason wanted to... Well, Thomason was forced to go because Caleb was going to tell wake up the parents and she didn't want to deal with their shit. Mm-hmm. So, so, but he was going to the trap to see if they caught anything because he's trying to help out the family. Right, right, right. Okay, and, yeah. And I then, forgot about that. And then, that, yeah, and she tagged along just to, like, kind of look after him and not be near the mom, which is understandable. Yeah, she was an she was asshole. She my least favorite character. She was so mean. She, she was The awful. actress was awesome. She did a really good yeah. job, but, like, man, that mom hated her daughter. Which she I get really it. Did. Like, she lost the baby from her eyes, but, like, I don't know. It seems a l- I mean, little exaggerated. I just feel bad because, you know, this didn't happen, but she was probably like, I was just playing peekaboo. 
But yeah. it was gone. Like, we saw it. She didn't do anything. No. She but the mom thought, thought she, so. She thought she stole the silver cup. Yeah. Yeah. She blamed her without any evidence whatsoever. Other than her touching it. Probably washing it. <laughs> Not so much just yeah. playing with it, just washing it. The next scene was, like, Caleb was lost. So he was taken by the witch. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that scene. We touched on it a little bit earlier. It was... Now that I can I can see it now, the little red riding hood thing is like it seemed like the witch was making her appearance obviously more attractive to kind of lure in the boy to make it seem like this innocent woman. And obviously he's that age of like you know, puberty and stuff, yeah. so that's kind of a double lose for him because it, <laughs> he you know what I mean, he he can't really control his urge to be curious. To meet. And, <laughs> I wasn't going there, but okay. okay. He couldn't control his urge to be kind of curious about this woman who he thought at the moment was attractive and stuff. And I mean, like, he's looking at his sister, the only other, you know, woman near his age that isn't, you know, the little yeah. twin. Um, so rightfully, he was kind of a little more trusting towards her than he probably should have been yeah. in hindsight. But uh, what did you guys think of that? I, I don't know. I felt really bad for Caleb. Me too. Like, it seems like just, he got a bad rap the whole movie. Yeah, he was also just trying. I just felt really bad for him, like, the whole movie. And that scene where he's, like, you know, they're in the cabin and all that shit happens with him. And the mom's, like, like they're all yelling at each other and accusing each other. And I'm like, oh. I feel bad for this kid. He's just a little guy. He's just worried that if his brother's in hell or not. Yeah. Because he wasn't baptized. Yeah. That has to be harsh, like, not understanding for that kid. He's just seeing his family fight with each other and hate each other, and then he's worried about, you know, his little brother who hasn't done anything going to hell because he wasn't baptized. Like, that has to be hard for him. I felt bad for him, like, the whole movie. Like, he's already confused about everything, about his emotions and, uh-huh. you know, growing up and all this other stuff. And he just wants to try, like, his father. And he cares about his, you know, family, too. But obviously he can't do quite the things that his dad can do, obviously. So, yeah, I, I felt bad for him, too. And then there's a scene where he gets found by Thomason. One of the other reasons they think that she's a witch, mm-hmm. for some reason, because you know, she you know, because he disappeared on her watch, the baby disappeared on her watch, she found him. Thing is, they used oh, who found him as like a reason why yeah. she's a witch. Why would she take him, do something to him, and then just be like, oh look, I found look. him. Yeah. Like she probably would have just killed him. She probably wouldn't have brought him back. To, like, accuse her. Yeah, like, that so was kind of strange. It. it was very obvious that the <laughs> the family pushed her to being a witch more so than her actually wanting to be one. Yeah, I think the whole, like, the whole movie, they're like, she's a witch. And she's like, literally, I'm not a witch. I'm not, but now I'm gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, you keep pushing me. And you know what, keep saying one. it. Yeah. Keep saying it. I'm gonna go do it. She's also in that rebellious age, too. Yeah. Like, she, I, she was, like, a teenager 
I think, right? Yeah. Like 16 she was, she or was so? like, Yeah, she was right around that age because the mom even mentioned about, like, giving her away to a family. Right, so she oh, had she... to be, like, 16-ish yeah. or so. Something like that. And so she's already in that rebellious age of, like, you know I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. So. You know what, now that you say that, I'm going to go be a witch. Yeah, That's now that I you accused say. me 5,000 times, I will be one. Uh, then there's the scene where he's laying in basically a coma. That was a pretty rough scene to watch. That was, that was rough. All the shit he was saying, and then the twins accusing her, and then the dad flipping out, and then and the then mom. the twins pretending like they're being yes. cursed. And then the mom was like flipping out on her. That was intense. It was obvious that the mom had an easy time accusing Thomas oh, yeah. of everything, but like. It kind of seemed like the, the twins were exaggerating a little bit. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, like, I can't remember the scripture. Like, yeah. Like, Come on. They're like, I don't know it. And he's like, Come on. Yes, you do. They're like, No, we don't. I forgot. I was like, Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure I might have wrote it down, but like, they said that witches couldn't say the full Lord's Prayer. Well, that's what I thought when she started saying it. Because I was like, Look, she's saying it. She's literally. Well, witches can't finish the whole thing. They should have just made her finish it. But the thing is, she was accusing the twins of being witches, and they couldn't even start it. They said they couldn't remember any of it. So, them still blaming yeah. Thomason kind of seemed weird because... She was saying it, they weren't. She was, She at least started it, and they didn't remember any of it. So, you might want to believe Thomason a little more than you are right now. <laughs> well, and that's even like the dad was like, like I need evidence before I'm going to... Like he was the anyone. one that's actually being like rational about the mm -hmm. whole thing. He's like, "All right, like maybe there is a witch, but like bring me some evidence before I uh, mm -hmm. disown like, my, no, my own her. daughter." Like, <laughs> yeah. Mom was like, "Yeah, she's a witch, all yeah, right." Yeah, let's sell her to a family. <laughs> get her out of here. Let's let's get her far away from me as possible. I don't want any more responsibility over this girl. <laughs> now then, there's that scene that he coughed up the apple. Mm -hmm. So that obviously means that he was witched. He was bewitched, yeah, but the witch was nearby to hear that. Mm. So that means the hair must have been. Oh yeah, because yeah, the witch his... he talks about not having an apple since England. Yeah, so he she also must have heard him say, "We were going to surprise you because if we could find apples out in the woods somewhere, and we were down in the valley, and you know, I know." You've been upset lately, and I know you love apples. We tried to find some. It's obvious that the witch was there to make the apple come out of his mouth like that. Mm -hmm. Definitely was a surprise. I was expecting yeah. something. I thought at first, at very first, when it came out of his mouth, I thought it was a eyeball. Oh, I at thought very it was like first, an organ. Something like... You think? He like, well, I was like, oh my god, what is that? That was nasty. I mean, it could have been anything. Been but anything. I legit thought it was an eyeball until I saw the stem. I was like, oh, okay. We're in the clear. <laughs> We're in the clear. It's not an eyeball. It's still gross. And then, you know, the son, you know, ended up passing away. And they buried him. And that was kind of like a heartbreaking scene, too. Because the mom's down in the grave. Yeah, that was rough seeing her. Yeah. And the dad doesn't really, like, know what to do. Because this is the second kid that he lost he didn't really but you know it was under his watch and it's kind of he's watching his wife because 
he's upset by this whole thing that just happened. I felt bad for that little boy. I felt bad. I didn't expect it. I didn't think he was going to die right there. And then he did, and I was like, what? I didn't. I felt bad for the dad and the boy. It was like those two got the worst rap out of the whole movie. After his Jesus monologue, I thought, (laughs) this isn't going well. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. And then the dad was like, oh, we're just going to board up everyone. Like, yeah. No, no one could Put be Put him right in there. <laughs> Starts nailing. I was like, um, that's rough. And then that... Black Phillip's in there. Yeah. And she's like, you're leaving me in here with this freaking goat. Oh, real, before we get into that part, I want to talk about the blood and the milk, the goat milk. If she was milking the goat yeah. and it was blood. In, I'm trying to think, like, in her mind... What she was thinking. What she was thinking. Because she just thought that, you know, the the twins were witches or whatever because of, you know, they're singing the Black Phillip song and they were, you know, pretending to be... Well, I guess that's after. But that was... I couldn't imagine sitting there and just all of a sudden blood... I'm surprised that she didn't go running to dad, her dad saying, like, why is there blood in the bucket? Like, what the hell is going on? It seemed like every chance she had to kind of prove that she wasn't a witch, she kind of like ignored. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I did feel bad for her too, but obviously she ended up becoming a witch later. But do you think the twins actually talked to Black Phillip? Yeah. Yeah. I had a yeah. I it think seemed so. like that they actually were because I mean, at the end we find out you know Black Phillip was actually you know the, the devil or whatever so it was kind of like maybe, maybe twins weren't so crazy maybe they were talking to black Phillip. kind of seemed weird to me and he had like he had bad intentions anyway yeah stabbed the dad with his horn i was like oh obviously that okay. part was coming obviously black Phillip had to show himself at some point he couldn't just remain a goat for the yeah. family forever certainly not the entire movie and it was obviously coming that Black Phillip was going to do something to someone Uh kind of felt bad that it was the dad that ended up getting killed by him but I don't know it was kind of it it, it also made sense it caught me off guard though it definitely did like he said it was one of the only jump scares Yeah. all of a sudden this, this goat is stabbing the dad we didn't see it. He didn't see it. And that's what brought me to say about the scene, because I don't think I finished that thought. I think I forgot about it. Was that the goat was off screen, and you didn't see it coming, because the dad didn't see it coming, and he just got stabbed out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, you get the director gets one jump scare to really get the audience, and he used it very well. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, right near like the climax of the movie. It's like, oh, here's the jump scare you've been waiting for. And then, you know, immediately after that, Thomason has her suspicions. Well, she fought off the mom, which was... Yeah, the mom goes oh my God. full psycho. That was nuts. I mean, I understand everyone's from, dead. <laughs> from her point of view, because her whole family is basically dead. But also, like, why do you why do you still insist that it was the daughter? Well, like, what why is you your... only kill the remaining part of your family, too? I get it. You thought it was her, but like, settle down. <laughs> the whole movie, Can I was just like, "Can you sit down and talk about it?" Yeah, yeah, like, do you have to kill her? 
you know, like she was just defending herself so fair enough but but she goes in and talks to black philip and i thought that that scene was very i thought that he wasn't going to talk i thought she was just going to leave and that was going to be the end of it but then he spoke up it's like holy shit yeah there was somebody behind the scenes this whole fucking movie and no wonder the dad died because he was just there to cause mayhem his voice was uh, it was great too yeah and i don't know if i wrote it down or not i may have it might be on the other page but there was a moment when she was talking to black philip where you see a goat hoof and, and then, then you see a human uh-huh. then you go to the, the black the boot and then and like, it was like you hear the clacking of like the buckles exactly so it was like very cool to see him not see him but like kind of see him change from goat to and you he never see his color. face. I was like, it was so, yeah. it was too dark in there. I was trying to get like a good look. I think you like... can see like an outline of like his eyebrows or something, but that's it. It still kept his face like very mysterious. And, and you the... saw his hand on her neck and stuff. The creepiest and... things too. I thought that was, was so creepy. Do you want to live a life of luxury? Like, I was like, oh. Do you want to live deliciously or whatever? <laughs> yeah. yeah, when he said that, I was like, what? And the, the goat is saying this right now? So that means you're going to eat babies? Like... I don't, I don't know if, I don't even, I don't remember exactly what I wrote down because I kept reading like interesting ones, but they were like a paragraph long and I wasn't writing the whole paragraph or trying to remember. But back in those times, he asked, Block Phillip asked if she wanted the, the taste of butter. Oh, yes. Back in those times, butter was like candy. Mm. There was some, I can't remember exactly what was, what it explained, but butter was somehow like a luxury, a, a very, yeah, it was like a luxury and something, I think it was, oh, it was something about the Catholic Church banning butter, like from people eating butter for some reason. I forget the reasoning. I'd have to read it again, but it was like something to do with like, if you're, you know, of the Catholic religion, you didn't eat butter. Kind of like how for Lent you don't eat fish on Fridays, or you only eat fish on Fridays. I mean, it was like, you do not eat butter. It's it's bad. So he's like, do you want the taste of butter? Which is very accurate. Like, Hell yeah, I do. For the 1600s. Yeah, I want to taste that butter. And then there's the scene of her, you know, walking into the woods, accepting, you know, becoming a witch. The creepy drum circle of the witches. <laughs> just that was naked so women. insane. When she was walking up to her, I was like, what the hell? And then they all this? floated away, and then all of a sudden she's starting to flow away. It's kind of like a cool sisterhood, though. It is. I was like, and nice. it's kind of It's kind of a cool scene Gal of her, house. like, embracing it. You know, she she kind of is, like I said earlier, similar to Midsummer of her just following and in, following into it. Like the whole movie, you know, in Midsummer, she was tortured the whole movie basically, and all of a sudden she's like, "Fine, I'll do it." This this the witch, she was tortured the whole movie, and she's like, "Fine, I'll, I'll become a it. fucking witch." <laughs> this is what you want. This is what you want. This is what I'll do. Here's the, here now. I am a witch. Now you can say I was one. Exactly. I do like back into the scene with with uh, Black Philip when he when she's like he says write write in the book and she says like oh I can't write my name and he's like don't worry I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll guide, guide you yeah I'll guide you I was like ooh that's so weird well and that goes back he also so we forgot the scene with the mom having the vision of, of Caleb. Caleb and Sam yeah and then he Caleb asks do you want to sign the book she says no Sam is hungry. And then it, that's when it cuts to the crow just going at her. Oh, breast. yeah. That was nuts. That was another symbol of, like, 
the witch too like they used crows and ravens as like kind of like odin i guess how okay. crows were like the seeing eyes of odin mm -hmm. everywhere or whatever that was kind of like the same thing she would use ravens to do like her spying and stuff so that was kind of like another symbol of the witch too it seemed like there was a lot of behind the scenes work going on between mm -hmm. the witch and the devil at the same time it was like they were kind of working together they were working together obviously because the witch yeah. obeys the devil but it was like she was trying to get you know somebody to join the you know sisterhood mm -hmm. and like it's just like no matter what they did bad shit was gonna happen there was no way out they of they were this. doomed well do you have anything you want to talk about no that's summed up pretty much the whole movie nothing you wrote down that we missed anything we missed anything you want to talk about or yeah okay well i have some fear facts let's go so for the first one most of this film is shot with natural light hmm. so obviously for people who might not know or you pro you guys probably know um natural light is obviously the sun and outside they didn't use any artificial lighting which is in a lot of movies pretty much impossible to do yeah, yeah exactly so they they'd wait until like a gloomy day because this yeah for my third one i'll just put it as part of this one is this movie was shot in 25 days which is a like we said for the, uh, annabelle maybe or no, something insidious insidious, insidious. it was I think Insidious was like three weeks. Something silly like that. Anything short. less than a month is like insanely hard to do for a movie. Especially with like reshoots and... And they only had like three set pieces, it felt like. Yeah, the yeah. woods, the cabin, and... The barn. The barn, yeah. So it was like... It makes sense that it only took 25 days, but like that's such a hard accomplishment. And they should be proud of being able to do it in such a short time. And in four, four million dollar budget. Exactly, yeah. And they doubled it or tripled it or something. Oh no, they got like eighty eight million. Oh Never God. mind, that was way off. <laughs> I think I was thinking of a different movie, but like it was very good for twenty five days of shooting. I mean obviously editing took a lot longer, but like to shoot That's that in twenty five days. Yeah. No wonder that witch, the woman who played the witch, was fucked up after that baby scene. Yeah. She probably had to do that like 50 times in one day. But like, no, that's totally an accomplishment. You brought this up in the last one. The witch, the Vavitch. Yeah. Vavitch. Uh, w wasn't in common use in the 1600s. Mm. The, the letter W existed, but they barely used it. So what they would use is two Vs to symbolize a W. That checks out. Because I was like, why the hell is So, it yes, it is the Vavitch, as in, because uh, okay. we use W's all the time now. But when they spelled it, it was two V's instead, and they would pronounce it as a W. They went full-blown, like, this is going to be... Yeah, they, they did their research. It. Well, that, that little uh, snippet at the end, at the movie, they explain... I don't know if you read that. Oh, it explains, like, we took passages from court documents and historical references and use the dialogue that they used for this movie oh, right I, f I forgot about that yeah now that yeah i think i actually wrote that down oh yeah That's films insane. dialogue and story were based on the writings 
and this was just before the Salem Witch Trials too, so they had like a lot to go off yeah. of. Because there was a very big, obviously, the Witch Trials, very big uh, historical thing happened right, <laughs> right after this movie would have, you know, been a thing. The hairs, so the the hair that we see in the movie, were believed to spoil or steal milk, goat milk, and they were also used as spies, or like vessels for the witch. She would turn into a hare and spy on mm-hmm. people that she wanted to kidnap or whatever. So there was, like I said earlier, a very big emphasis on the rabbit because the whole time it was the witch. So premise is based on America's first witch hysteria of and it lasted 62 years that's insane 62 years of people thinking that witches I mean who knows they might be you could probably I don't know I maybe they are real but like I don't doubt that shit but but 62 years for six, that 62 year time period anything you fucking do they're like witch and you're you're done that's it they didn't you're need toast. <laughs> They didn't you know need I mean? proof or anything. It's like I no wouldn't trial. be allowed to talk. <laughs> yeah. I would just have to sit here. Exactly. Just say I float. You I float. said earlier, uh, Anya's first movie, but it was also Anya was actually the first audition tape the director saw. So it was. Oh really? He watched. I assume he watched a bunch of you know people auditioning, but like. That was the very she was the very first audition. I'm kind of glad he picked her because she did a very very good job in this movie. She was excellent. Yeah, she was great. I mean, in Pinky Blinders, she was excellent too. She was she played that character really well. She was such a bitch, <laughs> but in the, she's a very very good actress. And she yeah she's starting to blow up. Yeah, she was in she was in Split too, wasn't she? Yeah, she was oh, the yeah. the main she chick. She was also obviously in Glass too, but like mm-hmm. her big thing was Split. Yeah, this is her debut for in the you know credible creditable role. I think she was in smaller things, but she was like kind of like not so much an extra, but like. This wasn't huge. Probably, she, yeah, she wasn't like the main character. Order SVU episodes. Yeah, yeah stuff like that. that. So she was like in the episode, but like it was more of like a paycheck kind of thing. This was her first, you know, real main character stuff, movie, whatever. Stephen King said that he was terrified of this movie. Damn. That's gonna take a lot. The King of Horror said that he was actually scared of this movie. I mean, when the first 15 minutes when he sees yeah. a witch eat a baby, like, that's, that's going to Yeah, do it. <laughs> that's going to stick with you. And the last two we touched on already. Uh, the witches couldn't finish the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. I did end up writing it down. So if they would start it and they couldn't finish it, they were a witch. It was kind of how they, how they thought. Oh, that, that was their test. Yeah, exactly. And then getting Caleb into the hut was a mirror of the Shining to be an attractive woman to lure in and then all of a sudden she's not so attractive anymore turns into the witch yeah that hand just bam yeah so we do this every time with our guests we have a little quiz for you about the movie i I couldn't find an extensive one kind of like friday the 13th i had like 30 questions for jeff i have uh six for you because there wasn't i tried (laughs) 
you remember the baby's name? Sam. Yes. What is, what does, okay. Let me rephrase (laughs) that. What did Thomason steal? What was she accused of stealing in the movie? The silver cup? Yep. What's the goat's name? Black Phillip. Yep. (laughs) These are all, we all talked about these. Uh, What comes out instead of the milk? Blood. We talked about all these. I know. What does Caleb cough up? The rotten apple. And who is the very last person to die in the movie? The mom. Yes. 100%. Look at Good that, job. Evan. And then even the twin's name, because Mercy was the one twin. Yeah. Name. I was like, who names your child Mercy? I actually kind of liked it. I was like, oh, that's, Fair that's enough. kind of cute. Mercy? All right. I feel like it's like you're like begging for mercy. Like, yeah, it is kind of odd, but I was like, okay. Not as I, odd as Thomason. That's that good. was weirder, yeah. Yeah, that was, was kind of weird. I didn't really understand it until you put it in that light of she probably yeah, wanted a boy. Yeah, I didn't think about it either. I was yeah. like, that's an interesting name. I was going to do research on that name to see if that was a name yeah. back then. But I was like, they wanted it to be it. Thomas, but... Oh, we had a girl. Oopsie. Well, sis, what would you rate this movie? Uh, seven and a half. I gave it an eight. I was going to go eight, too. This was a lot better than I thought it would have been that I necessarily thought it was going to be a bad movie but it, like she said it seemed like whenever you don't kind of understand what they're saying it's kind of hard to get in the movie but it was like they you can kind of pick it up after a minute even if you didn't know what the hell they were saying it helps too. the second go around if, yeah, you, can, sure. if you can muster through it because then you like kind of know what the scene's already going to happen. Then you're like, so you can like, oh, pay like, attention. I can actually like kind of understand where you're going with mm-hmm. this dialogue. And... and like I said, I like the directing style. I like how it was written. To that was his directing debut as well. That's I forget what the, I heard. I, I forget the guy's okay. name, but I remember reading that that was also his first movie. So it was That's just a pretty first, cool. First for everyone, and they he it. did excellent yeah. with you know the he had very good wide shots like the the cabin's down in the bottom corner and it's very small and you see the whole woods and it's very dark and there was you know he focused on the the correct areas and you know the writing was excellent and the suspense was well drawn out like i feel like that they did a lot better for like you said a debut director and a small four million you you said the budget was four million yeah that's pretty small of a budget peanuts on most exactly like hollywood productions endgame was like 400 million or something and then there's this four million dollar movie that was what what did i see avatar needed to be the third grossing movie of all time just to make a profit and i think they got second so that's good but it was just insane how well they did with this with this movie what'd you think yeah i think they did a really good job this has nothing to do with the movie, but when we went to Salem, we saw the area... Technically has something to do with the movie. Kind of. When we went to Salem, we saw where they would hang the witches. Like, it's just like this little fucking memorial off uh, some random street. And they're like, yeah, this is where we did it. And, like, I was there, just standing was there. It, was the gallows still there? Like, the big contraption where they... Had, no. no. no it's probably oh. They didn't have a fake one that you could, like, walk up and, like... Yeah, no, that wasn't there. It was just, like, cement. And it had all the, the names of the women that were hung. 
it was That's fucking cool. sad like i was like yeah. oh my god and to think that most so of those many. women probably weren't even witches yeah they were just thought of because one of the things if a woman could do math they were thought to be a witch I'm safe <laughs> i guess so <laughs> i'm fucking safe but like women could do like things that you do today would instantly blow their minds. would blow their minds and think that you were a witch yeah. because you could i don't know tie your shoes or something like yeah. something so stupid as you could write you can write you're a witch yeah. she couldn't spell her name there were so many names that it was just kind of like it was cool to see but it was really fucking sad yeah like, i it felt was. really bad there's a lot of names i was there i was like oh my god okay we gotta go i'm gonna throw up well you have anything else you want to talk about no i enjoyed the movie very good movie good pick yeah good pick disturbing so, for sure as like a thank you for coming on as a guest we'll let you pick not next week's movie the week after what movie do you think we should do anything you want make it good I, that's this is too much pressure <laughs> let the right one in swedish film okay about vampires next Hell week yeah. next week sweeney todd and then the one after that we'll do let the right one in is that what it's called yeah okay sounds right. good and it's in my opinion the most accurate portrayal of vampires oh nice pretty excited to see it then how about I you want to suck your blood <laughs> how about you read next week's question the bottom one there to kind of sign us out this Twilight Zone-esque Netflix series taps into our collective unease with our modern world and the dangers of advanced technology. Okay, nobody Google it. Um, yeah, we'll look at it. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. <laughs> we have say, to I wait, sis. <laughs> uh, well, don't be Googling it. Don't you Try don't. to answer it honestly. Know your answer. You have any last remarks, Evan? No, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Thanks for coming yep. on the podcast. Thanks for coming. And it will, we have one more guest lined up, and then maybe we'll kind of figure out from there who what, we, what we want to do because we'll probably start asking people like, "Hey, who wants to be a guest on our podcast next?" Kind of yeah. thing. So get your uh, bat on. Hell yeah! This was episode twenty-five. We did it. We did it. We got to 25. So thanks for everyone for listening and keeping this going. You know, it's funnier than 24. 25. 25. <laughs> so you have anything you want to say? Thanks for coming on. Thanks it was a pleasure. Having, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for the good movie as well. Thanks so. for the disturbing fucking movie. That's why I So we'll catch you next week with Sweeney Todd. Catch you later. See ya.